Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. We're going to shift over now to talk about Brooks Robinson, who passed away. I've got a great story here from Scott Van Pelt, the well-known ESPN broadcaster. Uh, but let's start this with Jim Palmer, who was Brooks Robinson's teammate with the Orioles, and he was speaking on the broadcast last night. Obviously, the Orioles have had a phenomenal year, but uh, got a little choked up in talking about his former teammate and the impact he had on his life. He was the best. So, you know, and just, you know, the little things. Uh, everywhere I'd go, you know, I'd, I'd get a Brooks. There'd be an autograph ball, and I'd Brooks's name would be on it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I used to tell him, I said, how come you write, write, write so big? Because it yeah. was a big city. But everywhere I'd go, people would go, God. We all know he's a great player. He won 16 gold gloves, but we also know um, what, how special a person he was. And I think as a young player, you know, you make a decision early in your life. Okay, who do I want to emulate? Who do I want to be like? And, you know, Brooks was that guy. First ballot Hall of Famer, 1983, 28 home runs, 118 RBI, 1964, his best season ever. Batted 317 was his only MVP award season. Over 2,800 hits, batted 267 for his career. And also the best fielding third baseman. I don't think there's much debate about that. One last thing here before we bring in Ray Tucker, who got to know the great Brooks Robinson. This is from Scott Van Pelt. He put this out on Twitter today. I love this story. He says, um, when the Orioles played at Memorial Stadium, the PA announcer was called or named Rex Barney. When a fan made a great catch of a foul ball, he'd say, give that fan a contract. At a game with my dad, and Brooks fouls off a pitch. Dad makes a leaping catch. Everyone cheers. Rex does his thing. I'm over the moon. I got a Brooks Robinson foul ball. Can't believe it. Next day at school, I tell everyone. After school, we have to play catch with this ball, obviously. I figure I can throw a major league curveball with it. I can't. I throw it low. My friend can't catch it. I forgot to mention we lived at the top of a hill. It rolled down the street and into a sewer. The Brooks ball is gone. I never told my dad when he was alive. I always look up to the sky at this point and say, sorry about that, Pop. I tell this story decades later at a charity event in Baltimore. Turns out a man at our table did some work with Brooks. A week later, a box arrives at my house with a ball signed and a note. Hope this makes up for the one that got away, Brooks. Pretty awesome. Let's bring in Ray Tucker. I'm sure he's got a few good stories about the great Brooks Robinson as well. Ray, welcome. Wish it was under different circumstances, but uh, great to have you on today. How are you? Uh, I'm doing doing terrific, Justin. Uh, let me tell you, I met Brooks Robinson, I think, the first time in Stuttgart in 1979 in an event. And I was kind of like Van Pelt. Oh, man, I, I, just, I met Brooks Robinson. Are you kidding? And so uh, over the years, working in television and at Sports Hall of Fame, you know, I'd run into him and be at events and interview him. Uh, I was out there the day you were talking about Paul Eels out of Mark Waterfield. I've got a picture of Paul and Brooks somewhere. Uh, anyway, uh, one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet. And when, when I went to work at the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame, uh, we started the Pat Summerall Celebrity Classic, and I came up with the idea. I said, um, let me reach out to Brooksy and see if he might do something in Hot Springs. So a couple of years in a row, we had the Brooks Robinson Celebrity Classic over in Hot Springs. Uh, as nice as Paul Eels was, Brooks Robinson's just like Paul, mm-hmm. one of the nicest guys you ever want to meet, very humble. Um, told me a story one time. He, he did some work for Nabisco. And he said he signed 850 baseballs. And I'm like, you said that? He said, I sat down, I thought my hand was going to fall off. <laughs> but um, he was just, just a terrific guy. Uh, I don't know I don't know what else to say about him. 
uh, he had time for everybody, just like Paul did. Mm-hmm. Uh, he lived in Owens Mills, Maryland, outside of Baltimore. And anytime I reached out to him, if we need autograph items, events, whatever, he was always happy to send stuff to us. And anytime he came to town, um, he, he just everybody was seeing all of Brooks Robinson, but he, he, he was just that kind of guy. Well, I was too young and dumb in my career to bother getting a picture with him. I was so awestruck, too, I think, and I took a picture of Paul with him, but I didn't I didn't get one of my own. But, uh, yeah, he's one of those guys that, you know, and it seemed like, and I was only around him that day, Ray, but he seemed like one of those guys that, uh, despite the fact that he was a celebrity for a long, long time, kept it all in perspective and was a very approachable guy. You know, you look at, like, Tory Hunter, too, same kind of thing. Tory's just an everyman. I mean, he's an easy guy to come up to and chat with, and he's always happy to visit with people. And, um, you know, Brooks seemed like he was the same way. I have a Polaroid picture of Brooks from an <laughs> exhibition game when I lived a year I lived in Birmingham. Uh, he and Boog Powell together uh-huh. signing sign an autograph. I, I got to dig dig that up. I've I've put together three scrapbooks about uh, my career. It's about three hundred and something pages. Uh, I got stuff everywhere. So hey, uh, Brooks Robinson is my hero. You were involved in an event that he did for a couple of years. Oh, you said did he? Was it a golf tournament? Yeah. Over in, Hot, over in Hot Springs, Hot Springs Country Club. And who did that benefit? I'm going to pay the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame. Gotcha. Okay. Very good. And I'm assuming there's a pretty and good I, collection I, I did, of, of artifacts from Brooks in the Hall of Fame, right? Uh, you know, I don't I don't remember how much stuff we got at Brooksy. Uh, I'll tell you another quick story. We had the tournament in Hot Springs. I reached out to Eddie Sutton to see if Eddie would come play. And he said, no, I'm not I'm not going to play. I, I'm not in shape right now to play. He said, but it's Brooks Robinson. I said, yes, sir. So he, he took a private plane and flew over just to spend the day so he can meet Brooks Robinson. That's pretty awesome. That's very cool. Well, listen, I knew you'd you'd had some time around him. I wanted to just get a perspective from someone who knew him a little bit, yeah. and uh, I appreciate you coming on with us for a minute today. All right. Always a pleasure. You guys have a great weekend. All right, Ray. You thank too. you. Bye.